0: Hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine.
1: And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and WhatToWatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 14th of October 2022, including I Hate You. No, not you, Hannah. It's the title of the new all-four comedy from the creator of Friday Night Dinner, and Apple TV's adaptation of the best-selling novel Shantaran.
0: And we'll also be looking at BBC iPlayer's cruise ship comedy horror Wreck and the return of high school basketball drama Big Shot on Disney+. Plus. But first, Ian, what is in the news?
1: In Apple TV+, Plus's 10-part comedy Time Bandits, which is based on Terry Gilliam's 1981 film of the same name, Lisa Kudrow from Friends will head the cast of a thrilling tale about a gang of thieves travelling through space and time. What else is in the news, Hannah?
0: Well, Netflix's fraught thriller Dark Wire, directed by Ozark star Jason Bateman, tells the true story of how the FBI set up a fake telecom company which helped to secure the arrest of over a thousand criminals from across the globe.
1: Well, we've got a mixed bag for you this week, both in terms of genre and I would also say a little bit in terms of quality. We're going to start with the best, as always. Already available on all four. It's a brand new comedy series from Robert Popper, the creator of Friday Night Dinner. And here's a clip. I'll give you my room. What, forever? One night. One month.
0: One week. Two weeks. Two days. Nine days. Done. Cool. 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 My juice... Smashing girls,
1: aren't they? Smashers. So I don't know about you, Hannah, but I am a massive fan of Friday Night Dinner, the fantastic family comedy from Robert Popper, starring, among others, Tamsin Gregg and Simon Bird. Mr. Popper has come up with a brand new series, and whereas in Friday Night Dinner you had the two brothers who were sort of bickering, pranking each other, love-hate relationship... This is about two female Bezies who share a flat. They're called Charlie, who's played by the brilliant Tanya Reynolds, who was in Sex Education, and Becca, who is played by newcomer Melissa Saint. It's about their home lives, their love lives, and their work lives. So it sounds as if it's going to be a pretty typical kind of peep show style flat share comedy, And what would be wrong with that? Because Peep Show is probably the best sitcom ever made. It's not quite like that, though. It's rather unusual. Let me tell you why. So it's got this fantastic relationship between the two women. They're both brilliant in the roles. The dialogue is superb. Popper is so good at comedic dialogue. However, it also has a rather Toast of London style style. Surreal quality to it as well And I'll explain what I mean by that So, well for instance In episode one They both decide to start Dating men in their 70s (laughs) Which is, you know, I guess that's not Surreal, it's unusual But also uh, Charlie works for this man Called Bob Oxygen Who, his job is Collecting and selling Autographs And Becca Uh, works in a sort of haberdash, oh, a curtain shop, I think it is, run by this woman called A Plant. So, yes, you can tell that it's not your typical Flatshare sitcom. It's got some quite weird stuff going on as well. Like At one point in episode one, Charlie breaks into this very bizarre song. You're either going to go with that or you're not. The opening titles are terrific as well. So it's got the two of them wearing jumpsuits and they're kind of dancing on a treadmill. And then they look behind them (laughs) and there's a a real white horse right behind them, but they carry on regardless, even though they're very surprised. And then they cut to the horse, which says, I hate you. I love Friday Night Dinner. I really like this. Um, I think Popper is comedy genius and I think the two leads are terrific and just the dialogue and the and the plot ideas are so inventive I don't know where he comes up with them but they're great so I really liked it did you Hannah?
0: Well it's a tale of two halves isn't it because on the one hand it's really relatable I think you know the idea of having this kind of very intense friendship and you know lots of us have how shared and you know let's be honest there are highs and lows of, of that that you know and, and they kind of you get to see that and as I say it's very relatable the kind of the negotiating the messy home and you know who has a a partner back and the other one doesn't and all those kind of things are very relatable but then on the other hand like you say that's sort of this big age gap which isn't necessarily I suppose it is still unusual to have that big an age gap but that kind of thing is less relatable so for me it, it it's very, very funny. I, I really enjoyed it. There were lots of bits, lots of bits of it that I could relate to. Lots of bits that I thought, "Yeah, that was me." When I was at university, or living with in a house share afterwards, and the two leads are really funny. They kind of they gel very well in that kind of very intense friendship. It, it it brings it all all to life, and it it works because they work so well together. So yeah, I I thought it was funny. I I, I thought it was really good.
1: Over on Apple TV Plus, you're going to tell us about another new series. This time it's a drama and it's called Shantaram.
0: What brings you to Bombay, Lynn? Ah, nothing. You'll have secrets.
1: I'll show you mine if you show me yours.
0: I'm number one guide in Bombay.
1: Thank you, but no. Yes, sir. But only after three no's, it is a two no.
0: So I've watched a fair bit of this and I'm highly addicted already. Um, as you say, it's on Apple TV Plus and in true Apple TV Plus uh, way, it is incredibly well done. Um, real uh, money thrown at it and it, it is just brilliant. Now, this has taken a while to come to the screens because, of course, it was from um, originally from a novel novel. And it back in two thousand and three, so loads of celebrity followers, loads of people absolutely loved it. There was lots of names that were being banded around of who was going to take the big parts in it: Johnny Depp and Russell Crowe, and eventually Apple TV's got its hands on it. And um, there's twelve episodes, and I think the thing is, the story is is vast and it's long and it's quite difficult um, to tell, actually. So, is one man's quest for forgiveness for redemption um he has um he's a convicted armed robber um, and he's a heroin addict and it's all about him and he you see him it starts off in in this australian jail which is where he essentially gets out of and he tries to reinvent himself he flees to india and he tries to reinvent himself as a medic and charlie hunman who plays this lead part attractive but yet I think he's really well cast actually because he he you can tell he's wrestling with himself but of course it's got something for everybody because not only is he on the run um, not only is he trying to create a new life without anybody knowing who he is and this guy is on the run there's also the the element that he falls in love and so you see him have a relationship with a woman which makes things even more complex and so there's it's action-packed it sort of pulls at the heartstrings I'm still working my way through it it shows you part of the world that you'd you'd never normally see I suppose and it's really well done because on the surface when I first looked at this I thought I wasn't familiar with the book particularly I hadn't read it it's a really long book Um, and I thought I don't think this is for me but you're hooked really quite quickly. So I warn you, if you're going to watch this, it will be a binge watch because it's one of those that you just can't stop viewing. Um, Did you enjoy it,
1: Ian? I did enjoy it. Like you, I've not read the book, but apparently celebrity fans of it include Oprah Winfrey <laughs> and Madonna. And um, yeah. Hunnam read it and he was really keen to play the lead character, Lynn. So it starts off with the jail break, so I was totally on board from the off because who doesn't like a prison break? I I didn't know anything about the story, so I was like, okay, he's broken out of jail. He's gonna make a new life in Australia for himself. No, as you say, the next thing is he's landing in Mumbai. Which was wow. Um so I was absolutely taken with, you know, the sights and sounds of Mumbai. It's absolutely enchanting and it just just makes you want to Go to India if you've not been. And immediately he steps off the bus. All these guys want to sort of befriend him and and be his guide and say, oh, I know a nice hotel I can take you to. (laughs) He does hook up with one of them and they have a nice relationship. But initially, while this guy is taking him round to various places to eat and to stay, of course, they're all... um, swearing about this white guy um, and also his name in Hindi means penis as well so so yeah he falls in with the kind of underworld there but I would say when I kind of first met all these characters like pimps, prostitutes, sort of drug dealers and so on I mean not that I'm familiar with the Indian criminal underworld but I sort of (laughs) felt like they were characters who would only exist in a book or a film but having said that Oh, and also um, the main actor, he does take his shirt off a lot. its He's quite gratuitous because he's incredibly muscly. I wondered, what I, was,
0: I wondered what I was hooked He's on. in good shape, I've
1: got <laughs> to say. But yeah, I thought he was good. Um, and yes, I, I very much enjoyed episode one. And it's just so exotic. I, I, I loved it. We've got something rather different coming up next, to say the least. It's a new Comedy Horror, which is available on BBC iPlayer. It's been available this week, and it's called Wreck. And here is a clip. The ship, it corrupts, it destroys people. It it's my sister.
0: I came on here to find out what happened to her. I <laughs> of this ship.
1: So I did see some of the publicity surrounding this, and it's basically a picture of someone in a duck. Sort of fancy dress costume with blood spattered all over the beak. So I thought, oh, this looks uh, interesting. Then I read one of the reviews and it described it as Hollyoaks on a boat. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Cause I don't watch Hollyoaks. The gist of it is, it's available as a box set, by the way. So we start off with a scene on a cruise ship, and this woman is being chased by someone. Wearing a, It's like a, one of those mascot outfits from a football match. It's a big fluffy yellow duck carrying a knife. And spoiler alert, but it does happen right at the beginning. It's the whole setup of the whole series. To escape, she jumps off the, the cruise ship. Okay, Then we pick up the action. This young lad, Jamie, played by Oscar Kennedy from Ladhood. He has sort of covertly joined the crew... So that he can find out the truth about what happened to his sister Jody, because he doesn't think she would commit suicide, and he, yeah, he wants to. He wants to investigate, basically. Problem with it is the scary bits aren't scary, and the funny bits aren't really very funny. However, uh, I quite liked the two main characters. They're both gay. So there's Jamie, and then there's Vivian, who who is a woman played by Doctor Who's Thalia Graham. They sort of become mates, because uh, they're both newbies. And Jack Rowan is in it from Noughts and Crosses, and he is the ex-boyfriend of the, the woman who's died. I'd say he's kind of wasted in this, perhaps. But anyway, as long as you don't take it too seriously, which you're not supposed to, I, I suppose it's quite fun. They have a really kind of hedonistic crew party to start with. There's a really kind of hectoring a captain on the ship. I mean, t- to be honest, it made me confirm to my suspicions that life on board a cruise ship, whether you're a passenger or crew, is, looks pretty, pretty grim, <laughs> even if there isn't a murderous duck on the loose. But that's just me. I, I thought it was OK. Pretty throwaway stuff. Um, what did you think, Hannah?
0: I suppose thumbs up for at least it being slightly different to having a clown as the baddie. I suppose in a horror film, but I mean, I I think even one of the actors said, you know, who who on earth thought that a good idea was a fluffy duck to be the be the killer? Um, silly, isn't it? But it, it's it's light entertainment, I should say. I think in the, in the run that we've got today, it probably comes out you know not not so high, but it it makes you jump a bit. It like you say i'm not sure it's a fair indication of what a cruise is like not that i've ever been on a cruise i'm told they're amazing but this one doesn't look so much um but yeah it's it, it's okay
1: now we're going to finish off over on disney plus with a returning series it's back for a second season it's called big shot
0: there's boys here oh to stop me killing it want me on your team just a little bit so does this mean our school's co-ed like for real do you have any idea how complicated this is about to get <sighs> Heads up! Hey! these boys have been here for
1: five minutes hey, already they think they can just walk all over us
0: it's funny because when i started to watch some of this i was i kind of thought hang on a minute i've been here before we've talked about this before and of course it's the second series and i really enjoyed the first series so i'm glad it, i'm glad it's back um You'll remember the basketball coach um, who went to an all-girls school, an elite private girls school, and at the beginning was sort of laughed out of the school, but actually he has something to prove. He was once at the top of his game and um, he wants to, you know, create an incredibly good side at the school. Um, And I think everybody sort of treated him as if, yeah, right, okay, here he comes. But of course we ended the last series with a very... Brilliant team. Um, he 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 forged a very strong relationship, a connection with those girls um, who were called the Westbrook Sirens. Um, and this time, this season is a little bit more you learn a bit more about the girls, so you see a bit more about that, but also he his aim is to raise the team's profile, and he brings in someone new to the team, which of course, you know, a girl coming into an already strong group of girls is a difficult one. She's got quite the attitude, um, and it focuses around her. I feel like this series has got a bit more relationship stuff going on. Um, I don't know, he seems a bit more attractive in this one. I don't know why, but it just sort of does. You kind of get an insight into his life slightly more. Um, and it sort of revolves around their lives just as much as them being, um, them playing, I suppose, basketball. And then, of course... <laughs> There are some boys added to the mix because the school appears to have become co-ed. And when there are boys in school, you don't necessarily want to be playing basketball all the time, do you? So there's a whole new level to this. It's really fun. I enjoyed the first series um, and I'm, I'm certainly going to enjoy the second. Did,
1: did you enjoy it? I do like it, actually. Um John Stamos, who plays the coach, Marvin, who who got kicked out of the professional game because I think he threw a chair at the umpire <laughs> during a game. He's great. And I thought, where do I know him from? And, of course, he played the therapist in that great serial killer comedy drama, You. Do you, do you recognize him from that? Anyway, yeah, yeah, you're right in that he's sort of he, – because he was talking about leaving to go back into the professional game – in the first series but he decided to stay he's more accepted I guess now his do- his daughter is at the school the parents are separated she splits up with her boyfriend who's dated other people on the basketball team there's also the, this new arrival that you talked about who's this real hard case beach volleyball player Ava she clashes immediately with the team captain so there's a lot of bitching uh, there's sort of friendships are challenged, and then because of circumstances at the boys school as you say they temporarily come to use the facilities at the girls school and of course that throws the cat amongst the pigeons um so yeah I think it's really well done it's got the sporty element, so that their aim is: can they can they get to the the finals of of this new division? They're in this series. Then there's all the sort of family life, love life, school life. It's good. That's a David David E Kelly series, and he he always creates quality stuff. And I think it's probably aimed at sort of youngish teens. Would you say, Hannah? And I I think it's well done. I think it's very well done. Now we've got to that time, Hannah, where. I find out what you've been watching this week. So, yes, what you have been binging on?
0: Well, apart from watching everything I needed to watch for this podcast, this very podcast, I've also been watching Maxine, which is um, a new series on Channel 5 about Maxine Carr and Ian Huntley. And it's truly harrowing. So don't watch it late at night like I did.
1: I've been watching, yes, another Bake Off-style show called The Big Blowout. No. I suspect they wanted to call it something slightly different, but it was too rude. Of course, it's the hairdressing show presented by A.J. Adudi, who who also does uh, one of my favorite shows, Married at First Sight Unveiled. She's doing later stuff now, and I think she's absolutely terrific. But some of the hairstyles they create, well, they will blow your mind. They're just crazy. So if you like all those sort of Bake Off style talent shows, um, practical talent shows, you will enjoy that. Now, we've just got time to look ahead to next week's offering, so what are we going to be talking about, Hannah?
0: Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke star as troubled half-brothers who reunite for their father's funeral in Apple TV's Raymond and Ray.
1: And Amazon Prime Video's mind-bending sci-fi series, The Peripheral, starring kick-ass actress Chloe Grace Moretz, follows a young American woman who's transported to a dangerous futuristic London by a virtual reality headset. So we look forward to those and more, but in the meantime...